Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is We The Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Friday, November 4, 2022. Speaking of coronavirus, one of the first decisions of the new Italian government concerns the bulletin of data on the virus. It was a regular presence that went through amid the ups and downs of countless waves the entire COVID period in Italy. Now the daily data bulletin changes and becomes weekly. It does symbolically closes an era after more than two and a half years during which there was not a single day, Sundays and holidays included, in which Italians did not know in detail the number of infections in the previous 24 hours broken down by regions to which were added hospitalizations, intensive care, cured, deaths, the number of swabs, and the number of people currently ill, a story that began on February 23, 2020, just two days earlier in Codogno, Lombardy, news of the first internal COVID contagions in Italy had arrived. Then came the time of lockdown, launched a few days later, and pain when Italians around 5 p.m. each afternoon tune in to follow, first with hope, then with growing anguish, the progress of terrible data until the long-awaited late spring drop. The first bulletin was issued on March 2, 2020. There were 2,036 total cases in Italy. Today there are a total of more than 23 million, and in many southern regions the box was still red zero back in those days. The Covid bulletin has accompanied Italians through this drama for better or worse. Now the page is turned, the data return to their natural destination in normal times, that is to the experts, with the hope that they will never need to return to more frequent reporting. In the last days, Italy has imported zero cubic meters of gas from Russia. This has not happened since 1974 and is the result of efforts of, made by the previous Italian government, which even before Russia's invasion of Ukraine, had begun to diversify the sources from which it bought gas and to work to increase Italy's domestic production. The European regulation in late summer requires member states to cut their gas con consumption to avoid uncontrolled rationing during the winter. Savings are only recommended for now, but Italy has already begun to rationalize its consumption. After the first half of the year, in which we consumed more gas than usual, mainly due to the summer heat and the shortage of water to run hydroelectric plants, today we are in line with European targets. Between August and October, our country cut gas consumption by 16.1% compared to the average of the last five years. Meanwhile, the actions of the previous Italian government and the European Union, together with the falling gas costs, have brought a result that no one could have hoped for just a few weeks ago. Gas bills are finally going down in Italy. The newly announced tariffs called for a 12.9% drop from those in effect in the third quarter of 2022. Another good news is that Italian GDP has been still in expansion mode in the third quarter of this year. This has been due to a combination of post-COVID reopening and tourism effects, possibly with the support of investments. Italy still expects a short recession to start in the fourth quarter of 2022. However, inflation is also growing, reaching plus 18.9% year-on-year in October, and this is not good news. It has not reached such a high level since March 1984. 
A recent research concerns the contribution of foreign workers to the Italian economy. Fewer and fewer are coming and those who can leave do it. There are 5.2 million legal immigrants in Italy and their contribution to the economy is worth 9% of Italian GDP. But before COVID, it was 9.5%. And their incidence among the employed has also dropped from 10.3% in 2019 to 10% now. For some sectors of the Italian economy, from agriculture to construction to tourism, the contribution of immigrant workers is crucial, not just for seasonal contracts, and the decline in labor market participation has been a serious problem this year as activities have resumed at full speed. The pandemic has accelerated a phenomenon that has been ongoing for several years. Immigrant departures from Italy began in 2011 after the crisis, and this phenomenon has become more pronounced in the last two years with the pandemic. Those who had a precarious job and remained unemployed preferred to return home or move to more linguistically related countries such as France for North Africans or the United Kingdom for Asians. In 2026 in Italy, 100% of the territory will be connected. And as for 5G coverage, again in 2026, it'll reach 19.94.6% coverage of the entire Italian territory. In that year, the region with the highest 5G coverage will be Puglia, followed by Sicily and Friuli Venezia Giulia. In the last places, however, will be Valle d'Aosta and Molise. Other data made available recently concern education in Italy and more specifically the percentages of students in the final year of secondary schools, those that prepare for entry into the world of work or university, who achieve the highest grades. There is unfortunately confirmation of a large gap between the northern and southern Italy. In Valle d'Aosta, Trentino, Toadige, Friuli, Venezia, Giulia, all in the north of Italy, almost a quarter of students are among the excellencies, while in all southern regions this share is below 10%. The reason lies largely in the fact that the share of excellence with a high index of the socio-economic and cultural conditions in which they study is four times as high as those with a low index. In the north, conditions are more advantageous and help much more to emerge. Moreover, the top students in high schools are 21%, 30 times more than the 0.7% of those in technical and vocational schools. On the other hand, among the excellencies, there are no great differences according to gender in Italy. Famous students on average do better in school, but at the level of excellencies means even the score. Let's end this episode with some optimism regarding tourism in Italy. In January, August 2022, compared to the same period in 2021, we had an increase in total tourist presences in Italy of 74.7%. The presences of customers residing in Italy grew by 29.9%, those of non-residents by 171.5%. In 2021, there had been 289.2 million presences recording in Italian accommodation establishments, and despite the recovery, 147.6 million presences were still missing to return to pre-COVID levels. In 2019, we had 436.8 million presences. The increase in tourist presences in Italy in 2021 compared to 2020 was more than 10 percentage points higher than that of the average of the 27 European Union countries, plus 37.8% in Italy versus plus 28.1% in the United in the European Union. It's all for now, it's all for today. 
this was with Italian news, uh, especially uh, in Friday just for today, but we will be back next Thursday. Uh, my name is Umberto Mucci. Please take care and stay safe. I'll see you next Thursday. Ciao from Rome.